I was about to shout out different. All right, what's good, everybody? We're live on the Touchdowns and Tangents podcast. I'm joined, as always, by Kenneth Frank James Bear. And we're, well, semi-live. I guess you could say it's de- delayed on speaker, SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, wherever, and random internet content lives. Google Play, I'm actually proud that you said that correctly. iHeartRadio, shout out to all the platforms. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so this week, Kenny, let's jump right into it, man. Let's not waste too much time because I'm pretty amped. Just overall taking our production level to to a whole new. I'm glad you're happy. You just sound mad corny right now, but it's all good. Whatever. <laughs> all right. So the senior bowl happened this past week. North squad pretty much killed them like 45 to 19. Look, man, everyone knows the senior bowl doesn't matter. It's it all does. about the practices. It totally does. It's all about the practices because mm. practice is when you're getting – yes, I'm talking about practice, but it's when you're getting the most intimate look at the player, which is the whole point of the damn All-Star game. Bro, DJ Chalk had like 160 yards receiving and two touchdowns. Though, Beca- him well, playing well, think about like it that, this way. Think about it this way. He had a Victor so, Cruz type game. So with Par- – with, what's his name again? Rashad Perry. Yeah. See, the so not, he did 160 yards in the game. Total cool. yards. He had against 80. a team that's not blitzing, right? But at the same time, show the skill set. In practice, he wasn't impressive with his blocking, which is a, a big thing for a third round running back. Yeah, but some people are better practice players than they are in the game, and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Man, Tate was probably a great practice player. Yeah. So who? <laughs> so, <laughs> so who? Sh- who stood out for you? Like, who helped us uh, out? He's. Followers? I've been calling him out, and I pretty much. Like, I've been a fan since he went to USC. Uh, Uchenna Nwosu, outside yeah, linebacker. you have been standing him, like, since I, I, week – I called, like, I called since it like once, week, preseason week four. Nah, bro, I called it when he – when he um, I think he, he didn't go to – he's from, like, Gardena. Car, he's from the Delamo area. He went to Narbonne, so, and I knew he was going to be real. Because so Narbonne – for nah, for a couple of years, even now, Narbonne just puts out legit goons on defense. So he runs a four, a four, 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 five. No, nah, I don't think he's that fast because he was a safety, and at the Senior Bowl, I was like, he's not going to well, be. Well, we 250. all know USC safeties don't cover, so exactly. So I'm like, but he had like <laughs> nine and a half. So he was their best defensive player. We all, all year. know they run a run a four six. You know what? Let's not talk about UCLA players. I was Jaleel with dude. Oh wait, he didn't do nothing anyway. He's like a five eight safety. What do you expect? <sighs> I remember he was like. No, no, he's dis- taller no than 5'8". Disrespect. No, when no he was disrespect. coming out of yeah. – when after St. John Bosco won that state title, Nico Fala, uh, uh, Shea Fields, a handful of cats was on that team that are all went D1, and some of them already in the league. He was like the flip between USC and UCLA. USC wasn't going to offer him a scholarship at receiver, so, so he went like, to UCLA. When but, you think about the NFL draft, right, where does the senior bowl performance rank just it's usually important. I think it's usually important for people – who are fringe. Like, Chin and Wilson, it can only help his stock. Like, Hassan uh, Reddick, it only helped his stock. Like, from a walk-on cornerback to, you know, an all-American defensive end. Well, we've seen guys like Aaron Donald and Derek Carr did good in the game, went on to have great careers, or are having great careers. But there's also been a lot of people that go out there and they look good, and then they never transfer. Baker Mayfield got punked out. I just want to say that. Man, honestly, shout out to the homies Jordan and Brandon because we they were like they're huge Ohio State fans, and um, I saw a story that like a bunch of Ohio State seniors 
pressed Baker Mayfield about stabbing their field with Oklahoma flag. And then he didn't really play much, much of the game. He, he was, only played like, like four, four, four plays. They're yeah. like, now nah, let me get out of here. Yeah. It, he, his stock is down too. Well, the whole thing is he's a gamer. So if you don't get out there, what does that like, really like mean when him, you're a though? white quarterback who talks him, a lot of shit though? That you're Tim Tebow. <laughs> yeah. If Tim, Tim Tebow was Tebow. black, he would have been a fullback. Like, Okay, Tim Tebow went in the first round, but Lamar Jackson can't go in the first round? Because he's what, What's that about? Because he's black. There's I already no said it. For like, if jo- Josh Allen literally – I'll say this dirty joke later, but Josh Allen, he's the type of person where you could leave him in a whorehouse and he still magically would be the only person who leaves with his clothes on and no sweat. Like, All right, well, that was the very that, blasphemous That's the cleanest way the I could say that. Like, he's not so, accurate – um, yeah, Wyoming, man. Wyoming's if, trash. If for you whatever, know, for personal if for, reasons and if, professional. And for whatever reason, you've never listened to this podcast before. You can really expect a lot of blasphemous stuff to come from kids. It's not blasphemous so. when I can prove it. First <laughs> off, you can everybody also, said like if Josh Allen, you know, what? I think Josh Allen would be a great tight end. Honestly, he's like when you're playing NCAA on PS2, the old one, and like you're recruiting a three-star tight end, and for some reason he's like kind of fast, but he has like 97 throw power, 78. Accuracy for no reason. Yeah, that's Josh. So he's Allen. Michael Vick. First off, that's, <laughs> again, you're just disrespectful. Well, he had, first Michael off, Vick had those stats. You just no, described. Michael Vick was accurate, but he just it's like nah, man. Nah, it's like the Incredible Hulk. Imagine if like a baby turned into the Incredible. You know Hulk. me, I'm the I'm the biggest Michael Vick stand. But first off, yeah, are you really though? Because you're not defending him to the very end. Okay, bro. We we already had the, this conversation. No, How bottom line is when I, to get back on track. You have Lamar Jackson, who actually is better statistically than Josh Allen in every category. And, yeah, Josh Allen played great against the South defense, but also the South cornerbacks were getting eaten up all game. They were, like – All week in practice, too. Yeah, like the cornerbacks Man, were getting trashed. another guy I didn't see enough from that I wanted to was your okay. boy Cedric Wilson. Um, I took he a, played, I took a big stance for him in one of my group chats, and he just kind of, you know – let me down. They didn't give him a lot. But they it's all really good. Give him it's much. a senior bowl, so it doesn't really matter. Did it? No, for him, it doesn't mean much because you know they didn't really give him a lot of looks. Okay. On okay. top of that, like, do I need to tell you about his Boise State career? No, I By got By the it. way, pray for I Titus Young. Seriously. I yeah, for real. Another story came out about him. Like, he's all messed up. He's he really convinced he's going to make a comeback in the NFL. And I'm like, dog, like, that Boise State-Nevada game was the height of your life. So and your second season, your first season in Detroit. So on a lighter note, but he's he's Cedric Wilson because his father was an NFL receiver and a quarterback in college who went on to play for the Niners. He has that pedigree for sure. Yeah, and also everybody thought he was going to be six three. I think he ended up being like six one, six two, which was kind of a letdown. But I feel like he'll be like Juju Smith-Schuster. He'll be a great pro. Okay. Not it was like one you, season. Let, let, let's relax. Are you hating on USC receivers? No, I'm not. Name the last Juju good UCLA good, receiver. Juju had a good year. Name the last. All right. So speaking of senior, uh, right, speaking of bowls that don't matter, since you don't want to let me transition when I was trying to transition like three minutes ago, but it's cool. I'm used to it. I'm just mad. The Super Bowl. Do you care? Like, I mean, first let's off, be real. We skipped the Pro Bowl, but you know. Okay, let's talk the Pro about Bowl. A bowl will be we way really more entertaining. Be way more entertaining. The Pro Bowl, the Pro Bowl I, don't, Brees, I don't care about the Drew Pro Bowl. Drew Brees' kids were fighting on the sideline. Nobody that was cares beautiful. about the Pro Bowl. 
But Drew, listen, Drew, man. The coolest you know, thing about the Pro Bowl is the Insta stories and the Snapchat. And Everyone Drew Brees' older son just bodied and like super kicked his little brother. Like I've yeah. beaten up my younger sibling. It's like it was mad funny. The point is that's the only highlight. Nobody of the Pro cares Bowl. about the Pro Bowl, so let's just forget it happened. And Derek Carr actually played great, unlike all this year. <clears throat> okay, that's fine. It was one. It was two good throws on a meaningless drive, and it gets a defense that doesn't blitz. I'm, story, I don't want to talk story, about all star story games, of Derek man. Carr's season. I don't really. I'm, I'm over talking about all star games because I don't want to talk about the Super Bowl. It's depressing. <laughs> Like it's 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 no. Here's what's depressing: waking up the next day <laughs> because you drank too much, because you were rooting against the Patriots, even though you know you know better at this point. Like, what's if you're not a Patriots fan? What's the point of even watching? Because you're just gonna root against them. You're gonna be disappointed, and you're gonna get drunk and go to sleep. Philly fans should probably Eat some be on, bad stuff. Philly fans should be on some type of watch list this week. Honestly, no one has it worse than Minnesota fans. Like, Minnesota fans are like, your girl got piped down by a dude who's better than you, but, like, the dude's such a nice guy, you kind of just have to be okay with it. <laughs> it's like if if you went to an L.A. party and, like, Blake Griffin on his last night in L.A. Uh, took your girl. How did I know this was going to come up, bro? Because. You, you were just wait, waiting to It's a trade-off. Show, what do huh? you want me to do? Honestly, that's kind of why I skipped the extended intro, just because I didn't want to hear you bash the Clippers, so. I'm, Let me just get that. I'm out just, there. I'm just make. I'm just saying it's kind of funny, but no, like really, it's like Minnesota loses to Philly after all that trash talk. They were pelting beers at the Eagles fans, and now they're in your house, probably gonna win the Super Bowl, and they're coming out to Meek Mill. Like, so the odds are against them. Oh damn! <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think they should have went the professional route and just came out to Black Thought rapping. Cause who's who's who can stand against Black Thought? Nobody. They could have came out to Cassidy. No, that's in the park. That's at halftime if they lose. <laughs> that's like you got to start a fight and stab a Patriots player in the locker room or in the hallway. Probably Gronk. Everyone's gonna go for Gronk. Okay, so we've been talking about the game for pretty much two weeks, and I'm over it. Let me ask you this: you sh- you shared that you shared <laughs> I'm that you're gonna protect the score. Like I don't want to talk about it. I'm just I'm just so over talking about the Super Bowl. That's the whole thing with the touchdowns and tangent show. If you've never listened to us, uh, we're a balance between X's and O's and football and random topical tangents about music, whatever else comes up, news, topical stuff. We're on it because stuff that won't get you fired, but HR will probably disapprove of it. But legal will ultimately be like, it's okay, they're fine. <laughs> That's how I live my life. Pretty much, this podcast is like when. You have a, a half a bag of chips that you're saving, and you're like, oh, I kind of want a chip, but I don't want a whole half a bag. So you're like, I'm not going to eat the full half a bag. But then as soon as you start, you just can't stop, man. Says the guy who I brought a bag of Funyuns and <laughs> ate all of it in like 30 seconds. That was a text. Two chips. Okay. Bro, first off, I didn't I didn't have to tell you I bought Funyuns. I hope your phone was I charged to call Uber, bro. What's up? Oh, you want to play that game? <laughs> bro. What's up? You realize you I'm closer my to my code? house than you are to you yours, right? You want my promo code? <laughs> You're banned from all rallies. You can't go back to Hawthorne now. I don't, you can't go back to Hawthorne. But no, um, with, I feel I really do feel bad for Minnesota because they have like all those half-off signs on gear and Eagles fans are just – I mean, it's so cold outside, but like they're just trudging through. 
And you know there's somebody, some Minnesota Vikings fans who still are going to the Super Bowl because, damn it, that's a, those are Super Bowl tickets. And uh, okay, so what I was trying to translate to earlier, that bit you showed me, in case you haven't saw it, on Radio Row, where uh, two... I want that smoke. I don't know. What Seth Payne, what, some washed-up former D-tackle. We're pretty much arguing in Texans. front of the largest media parade. Probably. Radio Row, the first day. It's like... Like, hey, we're trying to be semi-professional It's like getting here. suspended on the first day of high school your senior year. So, my question is, if you could go, if you could get on... Get into it with anyone on Radio Row. Who would you call out? Rodney Harrison. I'm taking his life. Damn. I'm, I'm, I'm calling out his whole life. I'm with that, honestly. Bro, bro. you were you weren't even that good at San Diego State. Honestly, like he he just he's uh, he's for sure one of the most overrated players just because Deion Sanders has a more believable hair. I don't know if he could even play safety these days. Than Rodney Harrison. <laughs> Rodney Harrison has sprayed on like when you take the gunk and like stuff from um, a deep fryer, and you spread it out and just put some black chalk over it, and then you fade it down, that's what Rodney Harrison's hair looks like. He won't honestly, let the middle of his head go. Honestly, it's an island of just Bru- random I'm pepper. Brewski, honestly, oh, I'm calling. I'm calling out. Bruce, that's a, yeah, because Brewski's a PR dude for New Brewski's England. a snitch, one hundred percent. Just like Shane Vereen said, he's a snitch. And Rodney Harrison is that dude who'll kick you in the head after the fight's over. You weren't even in the fight. Coincidence. Patriots landing in media right afterwards. Yeah. Willie, Willie McGinnis is the only one I respect, honestly. Ty Law just went away because I'm tired. Just like, nah. I'm tired of seeing you, like, intercept out routes. I don't want to see you for a while. Go, okay. Just go My next be, question yeah. is, I know we're getting the Super Bowl here in L.A. in a few years. Does anybody even care about Radio Row anymore? No, but honestly, at this point, we probably won't be living in L.A. because it'll be hella gentrified, so it won't matter. <laughs> wow. We'll be Shit fighting outside. Real. It'll be like a picket line of us fighting outside, and they'll just be recording it and playing it over the inside the stadium laughing at us. Man, hopefully we can at least get some good public tra- transport out of this whole thing. <laughs> You're funny. Have you, I, I, I've been on the train and the bus. I took one to get here. You want me to tell you what it's going to look like with – a thousand more well, people on whole, it. Yeah, but the whole, that's the whole thing with the Olympics is because it's this whole global shenanigan. It's a tourist attraction. City, cities like to slide the, slide legislation in, you know, under the radar, and make their cities and states look really nice. And there should be like a lack. There should be a lax rule on marijuana smoke and alcohol consumption in the subways during the Olympics. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's only right for the world. Like, this might be the last Olympics because we might all die in, like, nuclear flames and whatever. But I'm just saying. Wow. Am I wrong? Can we just hope that that happens on Sunday so I don't have to watch the end of that game? Because I really might. <laughs> Chill. I don't want to die before my birthday. Bro. I really What's don't, wrong with you? I really don't even know if I could stand seeing them hold up another trophy. Especially <laughs> after that picture today. Yeah, with the two black guys in the front. Uh, on the first day, the ship. On, on the first and day Bill Belichick said, too, like, I was like, this is why I can't stand white people. Like, <laughs> this is why I can't stand New England. Nope. No, I'm going to throw white people in there. Because Let's make football patriotic again. That's uh, pretty much what that said to me. 
I'm allowed to be extra. I'm allowed to be extra because it's Black History Month and my birthday's on the 19th. And but still, that that photo was trash. Like, what, how what do you, was even who the cleared point that? Of it? Like, cleared what was that? even the point of it? And it's Minnesota, so I'm sorry. The Great Lakes are all frozen. Stupid. <laughs> Hope you skate and you shatter your ankle and your uh, knee at the same time. Which you're dumb. How are you going to use a paddle on solid which, ice? Again, another lame lame storyline throughout Radio Row. Which man, I'm stupid. that fight was I'm, funny though. That I'm, fight was that like, was the highlight of it. That fight Bro, was like I'm watching. Stupid. I'm stupid for even listening to that. Honestly, it's nah. a bunch of players peddling Old Spices and Gatorades and. It's awkward because these, like, broadcasters, I guess, is that what we are now? But the point is, these talking heads get these athletes they're not used to having access to, and the athlete's just trying to push a product, and it's just, like, awkward. So what you're saying is that fight was like watching the two most fat, unathletic emo <laughs> kids slap boxing, but really just playing patty cake at lunch when everyone's just bored. Yeah, pretty in high much. school, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah, pretty everyone's much. Everyone's just chilling the football team. I mean, you could even just see it in the in the background. No one was even reacting. Everyone was embarrassed. The dude, <laughs> the fat dude, sitting there with the headsets, he was just like, "I can't move anywhere. What do I?" It was trash. And but then, yeah. like the dude they were interviewing got up and looked. But yeah, the Highly the storyline of the week was Gronk's health, which we all knew he was going to play. But of course, the Patriots, you know, had to lie and make a story out of it and be like, "Oh, he's in concussion protocol. He got hit two weeks." And it's like I want to just put the concussion counter for how many Gronk has left before he expires on the field, like Billy Ray and uh, was it Varsity Blues? It was one of those random football movies, but like they're like the concussion count three. Gronk don't have many of those left. His okay. knees are messed up. His elbows messed up. You're going to get hit in the head so many times. Okay. Well, since I pretty much declared the season dead over with, we already touched on the draft a little bit. The biggest story of the week? Uh, yeah. Let's move a little bit to free agency, which is good to talk about in February, only because, you know, my Raiders are out of it like always, so I'm pretty used to talking about free agency around this time. But speaking of the Bay Area and disappointing quarterbacks, no, I'm just kidding. Alex Smith got traded to the Washington Redskins for Kendall Fuller. And a third-round pick. Low-key, though? They finessed that trade. Yeah. Kirk Cousins yeah. is hot. Kirk honestly, Cousins might have to snuff somebody. Honestly, Andy Reid gets people for second and third-round picks. Like, he be trading quarterback. He traded A.J. Feely for a second-round pick. Kevin. He traded Kevin Cobb for a second-round pick. Donovan McNabb for a second, third round pick. pick. And their their careers died after that. But Alex Smith is, he's different. His career is probably going to die. No, it's not. He's better than, he's he's better than Alex. Okay, you can, no, no, let's back up. He actually throws touchdowns. So you, Kenneth Berry, at Ozo Grande, the dude who sat across me. Frank James Berry. Who sat across me for four years, who started the noodle club with the, the noodle arm club. With Alex did, Smith uh, as the captain, as the captain, I thought it was Sage Rose. You're gonna sit here and tell me that you're gonna want 33 year old Alex Smith, and you're gonna sign him to a fat extension. Well, yeah, they were stupid. They gave him a 71 million dollar extension. Like, whatever drugs Dan Snyder has, I want access to them, not to use them, just to say I have them. So where's Kirk Cousins gonna go, bro? He should probably go to Minnesota or Cleveland. Minnesota point, has too many damn quarterbacks. They're going to let all of them go because none of them are franchise guys. I'd rather have Kirk Cousins. He's not going to throw you a lot of touchdowns, but guess what? For what the Vikings offense is, which is watching paint dry, uh, 
Who else are you going to get? He's the perfect for their offense. To Case s- Keenum. Are you done disrespecting? He's in, he's in the noodle arm club too. I'm not convinced. I watched old footage of him playing in the gym against UAB, and I'm like, bro, Case Keenum was trash in college. Like, let me play in that offense. I'm throwing 109 touchdowns. And then I think Bridgewater's eligible to be a free agent. But his knee's done, and he's 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 a broken man. He he's Vic after he came back from jail. He's Plaxico Burris after he shot nah. himself. Dude, he was only he in terms of ability to play. He only played for two seasons, though. Like, he didn't yeah, even but develop no one's gonna give him a chance. A no one's giving him a chance. If he goes to Cleveland, he'll get killed. As long as he doesn't go to Cleveland, he should he be has the backup chance. quarterback for if New England. If he goes to Cleveland, he's he done. should go to New England. Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think he has the arm, though. Bro, Brady apparently doesn't have the arm. He ain't throwing deep. He deflates balls and throws them to tiny white really, slot You want to go to the mega you, you seven wanna... yards at a time, bro? I could play the okay, Patriots offense. Do you really want to be a black QB for the mega? Patriots. Rohan Davey. He got like three Super Bowl rings. You want me to keep going? I'm just saying. Bridgewater can find a way better opportunity than that. Uh, if you want to win and be rehabilitated. Why not go to Arizona? Arizona is a gas fire. I wouldn't say it's a gas and fire. It's more like. It, it's where you go to die. It's more like a big grease grease fire where it's going to mess some stuff up, but your kitchen's going to survive. Yeah, because at the end of the day, they have, they have that secondary. Your self-confidence won't, though. They're secondary, though. They're cursed. or They got a new coach. They need to draft a quarterback. They need to move up somehow. Don't take Josh Allen. <laughs> <Tell me. laughs> Bro, I, I just refuse to respect Wyoming football players. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. I'm not. Like, their linebacker was All-American, and I'm like, bro, it's 220. Like, he's not even a thumper, and he's playing middle linebacker. He's just the best player on a – who wants – I would probably turn down a scholarship to play at football in Wyoming. I'm not even going to lie. Why are you I'll, bashing Wyoming? What did they ever do to you? They're what did they ever relevant. do? What, no, they're not they are, really yeah, they are. Carson Wentz's head coach, Greg Bowl, was the head coach at North Dakota State, and he's the head coach at – So you're hating. I'm just mad that they so beat they beat Boise State on a fluke. I just don't like Wyoming. What is there in Wyoming? Please, <laughs> someone tell me. Some nice mountain ranges? <clears throat> <laughs> You know what? I can go up in Northridge, and there's some nice mountain ranges there, too. A couple all, farms. All of North. You don't even need to go that far to get rural. Exactly. So why would I want to be in Wyoming? You can go to New Kelly. That's not funny. <laughs> we can go to Humboldt. <laughs> they got good weed up there, apparently. Okay, so. And, uh, um, so that puts Kirk Cousins damn. on the open market. Their left tackle, I think. Where is he going? Like I said, Minnesota. Cleveland? Why not Denver? That's the first option. Number one, he'd be their Jake Plummer. He'd literally be Jake Plummer. Like, he would literally be Jake Plummer. He will get exposed in the AFC. The AFC quarterbacks are really good. That's not what your boy Von Miller said. Von Miller wants him. Von Miller wants anyone than whatever they have right now. (laughs) Von Miller would honestly want Tim Tebow. Yeah, what he needs to get is another pass rusher is what he really needs. Bro, Shane Ray got hurt. He is their other pass rusher. Okay. Then they got Demarcus Walker, who can play like five different positions. Oh, uh, you just shouted out a State. Flor- you just shouted out a Florida State defensive t- end. Yeah, because I'm right. I was right on all of those picks. I just don't call out Florida State left tackles or right tackles because they're trash, and I'll tell them to their face. Yeah, man. Well, ultimately, I think the defensive tackle cl- class is probably pretty strong. 
as far as free agency is concerned. Just Don Terry Poe. I think he's finally going to cash out. But then again. He already cashed out. Nah, he was on a one-year deal. Yeah, but he's not going to really get. He is what he is with Atlanta. Yeah, man. I'm trying to tell you to pass me the notebook, but, you know. You, I was like, what not, are you doing? You're not getting nonverbal like cues. Yeah, man. We're really doing yeah, nonverbal man. cues, bro? Yeah, Who are, no, we're not that fake website. For, uh, I'm disgusted. But, no, like you said, Alex Smith and really who else is there? Kirk Cousins. Kirk, man, Kirk Cousins, Cousins might go to Jacksonville. He I, could be insurance. I mean, he's not going to Miami. I think Ziggy Ansah is the biggest free agent, but By he's far. probably not going to get free. Landry's no, he's a free not. agent. He's a legit free agent. His defensive coordinator's gone. He should go to Oakland. Yeah, but he can still get a tag. Yeah. It's not, the tags haven't even started. We're not even at the new year. Him. We're not even at the new year Didn't yet. he get tagged already? No, because the Super Bowl's still going. You can't tag no, someone until like, the league's over. He's on his first contract. He got an extension. He got paid. No, he he's a free agent. Yeah, but he got paid. I'm saying his contract. No, he's not. He rookie, hasn't been in that league that long. His rookie contract, he got an extension, though. He got the fifth-year option. I could have sworn he got extra money. No, I could have sworn didn't. he got paid. No, he hasn't got paid yet. But he had 12 sacks this year. He had, like, three of them in a sorry-ass game. Don't care. No, he had, like, five. But I don't care. Yeah. You know he's great. It's just that defensive line is old and tired. Okay. You put him on a team where, like, you put him opposite Khalil Mack, and it's a problem. Who Who else? I don't feel like a lot of people are going to get free this year. It's more of like certain receivers. It's, it's more like good free agents don't get free, right? Because teams keep There's a lot of complimentary guys. Drew Brees is definitely not going anywhere. He already said it. But as far as like running backs go, it's pretty much you can swap guys out. Receiver, tight end, it's pretty much much of the same. I think Torrey Smith is on a one-year deal. Who cares? That's I'm not right. It's like better. It's in, like Nelson Aguilar. It's like a bunch of like receivers. Allen Robinson with the ACL. Yeah, I feel bad for him, but then he doesn't have to play with Blake, Blake Bortles anymore. <laughs> hey, I just Honestly, tore my ACL. Why we already you talked me about, on my we talked knee? about this last Thank week. You. Bortles did enough to win, and I think he's going to be there. Again I don't think he year. did. That's why you should get Cousins and just. Cousins, Cousins isn't that much better. He's better, but he's he not another. He doesn't make mistakes. He he's not another touchdowns. twelve million. He's not another twelve million better. Bro, how many dominant receivers getting a are rookie not? and trying to develop that guy for yeah, sure, one hundred percent. But look at look at what look at the Redskins offense. Look at the Jaguars offense. Who had a better offense? It was okay. clearly Jacksonville. You All turn right. the ball around, give it to Leonard Fournette, who's a rookie and says football is easy. He's faster yeah, than your corners and safeties. So why are you going to play Kirk Cousins $30 million Because do Kirk, Why would you do that? Because starting why? quarterbacks get paid a lot of money. Tyrod Taylor got paid. Like, I think he's a free agent, actually. Too. Yeah, they should have just let him go. They did him dirty. By the way, Eric Wood, a former center for the Buffalo Bills, he has like spinal stenosis, so he retired. And then he said, here, donate a bunch of money to my charity, and they did. So, Shout out to him. Good for him. Him and his hospital. Okay. He always looked like that one dude who should have never been a football player, but he looks like the the kid from Bad Santa who grew up, the fat white kid with the huge fro. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, so let's mix it up. I know I really don't want to talk about the Super Bowl, so let's just pretend it's over. Let's play um, Touchdown or Tangent. Wow. I'm going to give you a made-up storyline, Okay. and you can give me a take on it. You can give me a tangent on it. Whatever. Just tell me how you feel. Please throw in Herm Edwards. 
<laughs> it's it's going to be regarding the Super Bowl. Oh, damn. Why, why do you want to take a, a dig at Herm Edwards this it's just, week? He subtweets Herm, his football Herm team every day. This week, it's hilar- no, he subtweets his football. Arizona football players. Be a leader. Blah, blah, blah. Watch what you say before you talk. Bro, like, he's bro. old. He doesn't know how to use he's that social old black media. Dude. He's the old black he dude at the barbershop. He's a dude taking kno- selfies like this, bro. No. Three of them on Facebook. Here's what Herm Edwards is. He's an old black dude at the barbershop, and everyone who goes to a black barbershop knows what I'm talking about. The one dude who still cuts hair, but no one gets their hair cut by him, <laughs> that's who Herm Edwards is. And by the way, Kevin Sumlin got the Arizona job. So Arizona, you I shouted actually, that out last week. Okay, yep, I'm you shouting want, out again because I was right. You want to start? Right. Stop standing on Arizona football. No, I was, some USC fan you are. I, no, first off, no, you're I just, just a Pac-12 guy. Let's be real. I really am. Like I'm waiting for to get the call so I can sell out and leave you behind. But all right, well, <laughs> let, let's get off the tangent on the touchdowns and tangents podcast. So, um, take your turnover. New England Patriots come back from a 17 boy. Victory in the fourth quarter. 17-point deficit. Yeah. Man, don't make me do this. Give me your imagination. Use that big-ass head with a messed-up hairline. Wait, are you talking about messed-up hairlines? <laughs> really? All right, all right, all right. Just, 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 just do now it. Now I want to go on a tangent about your hairline. <laughs> Did you wipe your forehead with Crisco? <laughs> anyway. Um, how the hell they're gonna win? No, but you should have put some Crisco on your ashy ass hands. They're not actually ashy; they're shining. See, you're stupid. <laughs> anyway, Patriots probably gonna win. Blah blah blah, Gronk. Honestly, it's just they're okay, gonna get. I they're guess gonna we're get going like into five, a rant. No, no, I'm All mad because right, the they're gonna get like five calls that go their way. They'll get penalized one time for negative two yards, which means it'll be like. It'll be like second and eight. Like, how the hell do they get a penalty in their favor and a penalty against the defense? It's gonna happen. And with the Eagles' defense, they're gonna probably get called roughing the passer call. That'll change the outcome of the game. Cause let's be honest, if we're gonna go with the dynamic of Philly and the fact that they've been protesting all year and all that, who better to beat Philly and brotherly love than Tom Brady again? <laughs> like. Can we just end the podcast on that? No, you just killed everything. I don't even want no, to talk about this stupid ass game. That's going to be game. the headline. I don't you even want to talk about this stupid Bro, ass game. That's what I'm talking about. College. It's because we have to talk about it. But it's like. Okay, I'm going to give you one. Take your tangent. Um, All the head coaches for football in the state of Arizona, the Cardinals, Arizona State, and Arizona are all black. In Arizona, is one of the last state to actually honor Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. So, take your tangent. Here's the question: All the head coaches in the state of Arizona will last at least four years. Um, I'm gonna give you a take, and I'm gonna say no, because you're welcome for the beautiful no, setup. Because unless you're retiring in Arizona, you're not gonna make it more than two. Two or three years. Nobody like, goes there. Nobody goes to Arizona. And Kevin Sumlin. You either you either go there and stay there forever, or you go there and you're there for two or three years. I'm talking about just in general. Now you want to factor in football, and you want to factor in that you're in the Pac-12. Listen, man. Okay. Listen. Four years. Here, here's the thing, and you're going to dock me for this, but I don't even care. We all know both Arizona schools. 
you know, they have a pipeline to the IE. So shout out to the IE. And Inner city football is better than IE football. You can put it on my casket. And I can't see Herm Edwards or someone out there recruiting the IE anymore. So they're probably going to lean more on their roots. They're going to go to the South Bay and get uh, Jordan Wilmore. Okay, bro. Nobody, nobody's lining up to play for Herm Edwards. Yeah. Sumlin, maybe. Bro, Sumlin, Arizona's maybe. offering four-star guys and three-star guys. That's what they usually get. And they're the South Bay. Who turn into what? Pretty good players. Kalen Ballage. He they, got, they get they have one or two really good players. Like, and then they like have a bunch, Perfect? a bunch of average players. Like what You're talking about an undrafted player who ran a, 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 a four nine? Allegedly. Bro, hurt. Some people like said Arizona, I feel like Arizona State just put a lot of people on steroids, just messed up their career. They got too damn big, too damn fast, and no, lost they made all them their eat speed. too much. Yeah, because you're mad because they ruined Will Sutton. We know all of them, all of them. But Bert, perfect. They they ruined all that perfect whole ruined defensive himself. line. Nah, McGee, some of those guys still caught on somewhere. McGee. I don't know why they Bradford was good. Bradford, but he just washed out. That's, That's what I'm saying. None of them were good. No, you said like they put on too much weight on those guys. Yes, like, they all did because they were way faster before. They they were skilled players. They converted them into linemen, and they got too big too fast. And Bradford also left a year early when he shouldn't have. That's true. Just like they, the another guy they had left early when he shouldn't have. Like, bro, you're not getting drafted that high. But Eric, so you really think that since you think none of them are going to last four years, even though Sumlin. I mean, Khalil Tate is a thousand Sum- times better Sumlin than Johnny has, Manziel Sumlin ever was. Has, Sumlin has the greatest chance. Most of his like his best players are all sophomores and freshmen. He has like a his whole almost his back half of defense are freshmen all Americans. Okay, they're great like and young all across the board, and they bear they almost beat USC. And again, Khalil Tate's going to progress as a passer and a runner, and another guy from Sarah who's getting scholarships. So what did you Sarah just what, what did you just describe to me, Kenny? How are you gonna you say descri- Kevin Sumlin's just, not gonna last four years? Because you just described Arizona football. You just described nah, a seven and five to a nah, eight and four team nah. every single year. What was that has some players and plays three quarters of a game? Texas A really and well. M when they had Manziel, they beat Alabama. Like okay, they you're had, talking about but, Texas and A and M, dude. But that was that was the first years playing in the SEC. Pipeline. This is a whole different pipeline. But he's a it's great a coach. Whole, it's a whole different thing. He's a great coach, and they retain Marcel Yates, which everyone on the team loves and respects. Now, Herm Edwards, yeah, I can see how he probably gets fired after three years, honestly. And no. the Washington programs have taken over that second tier. Nah, Washington. Of, nah, Washington of the, the second tier of the um, Pac-12. No, here's the thing. Washington gets, like, IE guys and a couple of, like, Southern California guys. No, why Washington, Arizona State. Washington gets Bay Area dudes. Washington gets all the Oakland players now. That's true. Like, USC got a couple dudes from Oakland. But, like, it's really Washington is getting one or two great athletes and all the Oakland players. So, he's getting pure dogs. All right, man. So, we're getting close to time. So, why don't you go ahead and give me your one-minute rant? Okay, so I saw some stuff on the bus that kind of just really pissed me off this week. This young kid and this older dude who's kind of like a dope fiend, you could tell, but like he wasn't, he was just annoyed. He was jonesing early in the morning. Him and the young guy were going at it. The young dude wouldn't shut up. He just kept saying, like, oh, wait till we got off the bus. He started shouting out his neighborhood. 
Now, mind you, if you're on the 710 early in the morning, going down Crenshaw to Wilshire Western, the 710 is pretty safe. It's pretty tame. You don't have to worry about nothing. And then they just brought all that drama on the bus. I was like, man, you leave that for like the 240, the 40, <laughs> like those buses that stop at every stop. Like, those are the ones you fight on. <laughs> Not to wrap it. Like, dog, I'm trying to sleep. I got my headphones on. <laughs> Not to wrap out the it. window. <laughs> like, you come on the bus smelling like weed and just failure. And it upset me. Like, and I'm mad because, like, the dude, the, little, the young kid, I wanted him to get his ass whooped because he just kept barking. And every time dude got in his face, he pulled his pants up and back up. And dude, the old dude, I was like, just hem him up. Just I'm going to do it if you don't. And I got bail money. So just please hem him up. He finally hems him up against the door, slams him. He doesn't hit him because, like, if the dude, the kid was scared, I could tell. He's just like, man, get off me. Somebody help me. I'm like, this no. He's literally like, get off me, bro. Get off me. Somebody help. And he kept yelling out, like, his, I'm not going to say where it was, but he's yelling out a neighborhood. And I'm just like, they would, they would kick you out of the neighborhood if they saw how you acted like a total bitch just now. It was embarrassing. Like, he wouldn't throw a punch. He kept backing up, and he still. And then after he gets off the bus, he's talking trash. The bus driver's being stupid and won't close the door. Um, so everybody's yelling at her, and then yelling at him. He keeps coming back in the bus. He's spitting across like three people to spit on the guy, and he's missing. And then one black girl just got up and said, "You're gonna be spitting on me one too many times." And I retold. I told the story to my mom. She's like, "I would have shot everybody on the bus." <laughs> First off, that spitting on people—that's not cool. That's in my eyes, if you were to kill someone and you say, why'd you do it? They spit in my face. I'd be like, that's fair. I mean, they could have some type of disease and it could kill you six months from now. But anyway, to wrap all that up, man. That was way over a minute, by the way. But I know, but I had to typical, tell a story because it really pissed me off. Like, typical, all right. Mean what you so, say. So what mean was- what you say and say what you, say what you mean, please. And like for these young cats out here. No one's impressed by you gangbanging no more. Like, get your life together. Fix your credit score. Go listen to 444. I don't listen to it. I don't need to. But please, because I don't want to be on the bus trying to go to work, and y'all starting fist fights, and I'm tired, because I'm going to get up on the bus, and everybody's getting their ass kicked, because I'm going to be in a bad mood. Like, please, stop thinking people care what neighborhood you're from. Your ass is broke. That's why you on the bus. <laughs> Sit down, be quiet, with and go you. to the stop. <laughs> with your old bro guy. <laughs> I get paid in two weeks, dog. My birthday coming. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we glad you got moral currency. Yes, I have plenty of, I have plenty of integrity. <laughs> if I'm broke, guess what? I stay my broke ass at home. When I got money, I still stay at home. <laughs> All right, man. So I guess that Give means I'm up. Um, I really don't need to tell a whole narrative and story like you. Basically, just when you find yourself around good opportunity, when you find yourself, you know, to have a chance to make yourself better, to put yourself around people who are going to make you better, I think it's something you always have to take because the universe is a crazy thing. And when things line up, they line up, and you just got to go for it. So whether that's in football, you got to sell out. Life, you sell out, go full speed. That's it, man. Yep, speaking of lining up, I'm gonna cook you up with my bar because your lineup is trash. Your hairline is yeah, man. your hairline is a ninety degree angle. Yeah, man. Well, it's sometimes it's either okay, do 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 I cut it or do I eat? 
Don't cut it. Eat. I'd rather eat with like a. I know you ain't trying to see me walk around with, with my hair all over the place looking raggedy. I might respect you more. Like I can't respect you. You just give yourself a zero. You might donate. To How my you give GoFundMe? a zero on one? You half? might start a GoFundMe for after that. No, I will pay. I will pay out of pocket to get you a haircut at a black barber shop. That's what's up. I, got I don't. You. No one trusts. I don't trust I Valley you, Barbers. Man. I don't trust Valley Barbers. All right, man. Well, that's it for us this week. I'm Pete D. Camarillo. I'm Kenneth Barry. Uh, we thank you for listening to us. We thank you for tuning in. We like it a lot more if you share, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your moms, your aunts, whatever you got to do. Spread the word. Yeah, legit. Because like Dave Dash said, if you ain't going to share my stuff when we friends and you hating, <laughs> I love you, though. You Stay can catch the, the Touchdowns and Tangents podcast uh, Thursdays at 8-ish, SoundCloud, Spreaker, um, Apple. Apple Music or Apple iTunes Podcast Store, Google Play, where Facebook, else? Twitter, everywhere else. Random Snapchat when content I feel lives. like it. <laughs> All right, man. Peace. Peace. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.